If she thinks, quote, I will receive one unless she is allowable. What? This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 162, Tipitaka, part 94, in which we will continue reading Bikuni Vibhanga. Occasionally, I make the mistake of saying Bikuna Vibhanga, but to be clear, it is Bikuni Vibhanga, or something close to that. Uh, Sangha di Sessa 2. Uh, this is going to be the second of 17 rules for nuns in pre-sectarian early Buddhism, uh, which entail a formal meeting. So if a nun violates one of these rules, then they have to have a formal meeting of the order. Um, I think it's a formal meeting of the order of nuns, uh, but maybe we'll get some more clarification later on. Our special guest today, a formal meeting of the order of nuns, uh, with thanks to several Vajrayana goddesses and bodhisattvas, as well as Dayani Buddhas, uh, who gender-swapped in order to play the role of Theravadan nuns. So we're having a little bit of fun today. If you would like to hear someone recite the teachings of Lord Buddha, not the teachings of somebody who came a thousand years later and said, this is what Lord Buddha said, but the actual teachings of Lord Buddha, if that's what you're here for. Um, bookmark this uh, podcast and come back sometime in the middle of 2024, I'm guessing. But if you would like to know approximately what it was like to be a Buddhist nun in 6th century BC, then you've come to the right place. If this is your first time seeing me, you may wish to click here and start at the beginning of the Tipitaka playlist. This again is part 94 of Tipitaka and uh, that, that'll take you to part one. The rules, the Vinaya Pitaka, the best part. Some might say the opposite of that, of the, uh, of the Tipitaka or the three baskets of pre-sectarian early Buddhism. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, just a, a little bit of reflection on yesterday's, aside from the comments that I had about it yesterday or whenever that was a few days ago. Um, it is in line with the non-attachment, the, uh, apari graha. 
is the term used in yoga as well as Jainism and probably Buddhism as well. I'm going to practice ahimsa and let this little bug annoy me while I read just to embody a little bit the uh, philosophy of Buddhism today. Uh, but yes, um, aparigraha means no clinging, no grasping, and uh, in this usage it means you know non-materialism. So just like you're not supposed to accumulate wealth or you know this kind of thing, um, one thing we can take away from the previous Sangha di Sessa rule is even when it comes to the order itself, the order of nuns in this case, but we'll just set aside the, uh, you know, whether it's nuns or monks and just look at the rule without that. We already covered that aspect of it last time. Um, yeah, even in the name of the order, you should uh, not go to court to sue somebody for taking back property that their father, before he passed away, gave to the order of nuns. Um, so aside from you know the fact that it makes people talk, it makes people say, who are these people claiming to be nuns and recluses and monks? Um, aside from that level of it, there's that sort of shallow surface level of it. Um, you know, we don't want to, the order to have a bad reputation because if we want the, the order and the teachings to last a long time, then we have to have, we have to be respectable. You know, we have to live up to people's expectations of recluses. Aside from that level, which, you know, there is that level. I'm not saying that level doesn't exist, but underneath that, there, there is perhaps um, a consistency with the teachings of non-materialism that, you know, if someone comes and says, hey, my father gave you this property, I'm taking it back, that what you're supposed to do as a Buddhist nun is to say, okay, be well. That's the teaching. That's how you're supposed to behave. In the, uh, in the previous recital, the nun went to the authorities and the authorities said, well, you're right. His father gave it to you fair and square. I reward it to you. It goes according to the law, to the order of nuns. And then the man was very upset. So they made an enemy <clears throat> and, uh, you know, people were talking, calling them strumpets. Um, very British, those uh, pre-sectarian early Buddhists in present-day Bihar, India, A. Eh? No, this is translated by a British woman in 1938, so that's what's happening there. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's all, all I really have to say about that. Uh, comment below if you have any thoughts. If you don't know the episode I'm referring to, it's this one. If you'd like to watch that one instead of this one, the one I'm talking about now. Uh, otherwise, <clears throat> let us continue with Sangha di Sessa 2, shall we? Formal meeting, Sangha di Sessa 2. Now at that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. 
Now at that time in Visali, very close to where my wife's ancestors would have been around that time, uh, the or many of them anyway, the wife of a certain Lichavi, Lichavi, very Italian, those uh, 6th century before Common Era, pre-sectarian early Buddhists. Well, he was a, a lay person. The wife of a certain Lichavi came to be an adulteress. Okay. Then that Lichavi spoke thus to that woman, quote, please desist, else will we do you harm. And quote, are we royalty? Are we using the royal we? Even if she is an adulteress, don't do her harm. That's my advice. But being spoken to thus, she paid no heed. Good for her. File for divorce. Just run off with them. Sorry. Uh, different time. Now, at that time, a group of Lichavis were assembled in Vishali on some business. Then that Lichavi spoke thus to those Lichavis. Uh, a Lichavi must be like a, a type of person or a, a caste or a... I don't, there's no footnote, so uh, future Edward, can you do a little bit of digging and find out for us what a Lichavi is? Lichavi was a kingdom which existed in the Kathmandu Valley in modern-day Nepal from approximately 400 to 750 Common Era. So a thousand years after this conversation was taking place. Ah, the Lichavi clan originated from Vishali and conquered Kathmandu Valley later. So never mind about Kathmandu Valley. That's just an interesting side note. Um, at the time that this is taking place, they were a clan in Vishali. Thank you. I'm sure that was very enlightening. Um... Yes. Then that Lachavi spoke thus to those Lachavis, quote, let the masters allow me power over one woman, end quote. So he's obviously the villain of the story, probably has a goatee and smokes too. Quote, what is her name? End quote, quote, my wife commits adultery. I will kill her. End quote. That wasn't the question. The question is, what was her name? What's her name? My wife commits adultery. I will kill her. What is this? Quote, take your right. End quote, they said. Ah, old times. Old times. So apparently he had the right to kill her for being an adulteress. Let us take a moment of silence to remember all the women who've had to tolerate the past several millennia of human existence. Moving along. Then that woman heard, quote, my husband wants to kill me, end quote. And taking precious belongings, having gone to Savati, having approached members of other sects, she asked for the going forth. 
The members of other sects did not wish to let her go forth. Having approached nuns, she asked for the going forth. Neither did the nuns wish to let her go forth. I hope the crime was not letting her go forth. We shall see. That would be nice. It would be nice to be pleasantly surprised for a change by one of these rules for nuns. Having approached the nun Tulananda, having shown, parentheses, her, and parentheses, the belongings, she asked for the going forth. The nun Tulananda, having taken the belongings, let her go forth. Ah, ah, it's the opposite of being pleasantly surprised. I'm not surprised. Then that Lichavi, searching for that woman, having gone to Savati, seeing her gone forth among the nuns, approached King Passanetti of Kosala. Having approached, he spoke thus to King Passanetti of Kosala. Quote, Sire, my wife... My wife. Thank you, Borat. Taking precious belongings has reached Savati. Let the king allow me power over her. End quote. Well, ne- quote, well now, good sir, having examined parentheses her and parentheses, explain. End quote. Quote, sire, she was seen gone forth among the nuns. End quote. Quote, if, good sir, she has gone forth among the nuns, There is nothing to do against her. Well preached by the Lord is Dhamma. Let her lead the Brahma life for the utter ending of ill. End quote. Right on, King Passanetti of Kosala. Then that Lichavi looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns let a woman thief go forth? End quote. Ah, because the belongings she took were his? Nuns heard that Lichavi, who, three dots, spread it about. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the lady Tulananda let a woman thief go forth? End quote. Then those nuns told this matter to the monks. Three dots. The monks told this matter to the Lord. The Lord gathered the monks together and asked them, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun to Lananda let a thief go forth? Say that ten times fast. Thief go forth. Thief go forth. End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can the nun Tulananda let a woman thief go forth? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased. Three dots. Let the nuns set forth this rule of training. Whatever nun should knowingly receive a woman thief found to merit death without having obtained permission from a king or an order, or a group, or a guild, or a company, unless she is allowable, that nun also has fallen into a matter that is an offense at once 
entailing a formal meeting of the order involving being sent away. End quote. So I noticed that these rules of Sangha di Sessa are a little different than the rules for the monks in that the rules for the monks, they would have a formal meeting, but the monk would not be sent away. The rules for nuns, she would be sent away, but not defeated. I wonder what she would do. She'd have to go be a Buddhist nun by herself somewhere. Perhaps they will clarify. Perhaps you already know. If you know, please comment below. Whatever means, uh, let's do the flashback to Tipitaka 89. Whatever means, she who is an elder or a junior or one of middle standing, this one on account of relations, on account of birth, on account of name, on account of clan, on account of virtue, on account of the way of living, on account of the field of activity is called whatever. Thank you. Me from Tipitaka 89. Nun means she is a nun because she is a beggar for alms. She is a nun because she submits to walking for alms. She is a nun because she is one who wears the patchwork robes. She is a nun by the designation, parentheses, of others and parentheses. A nun because of her acknowledgement. A nun, parentheses, to whom it was, parentheses, said, quote within quotes, come, nun. End quote within quotes. A nun is one ordained by the three goings to a refuge. A nun is auspicious. A nun is the essential. A nun is a learner. A nun is an adept. A nun is ordained by both complete orders by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act at which the motion is put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible and fit to stand. In this way is this nun one who is ordained by both complete orders by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act, at which the motion was put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible, fit to stand, and this is how none is to be understood in this case. Once again, thank you. She knows means either she knows by herself or others tell her or she tells her. Woman thief means she who takes by means of theft, parentheses anything, end parentheses, having the value of five masakas or more than five masakas that has not been given. She is called a woman thief. To merit death means having done that for which she is condemned to death. Found means she becomes known by other people thinking this one merits death. Without having obtained permission means not asking parentheses for permission. I, I guess this one isn't as bad as uh, some of the previous ones. If she's a thief. She can't become a nun. All right, it's fair. It's fair, I guess. I guess. Can a thief become a monk? They didn't say. Um, if a woman is guilty of a crime which is punishable by death, she cannot become a nun. The rule did not state that a woman who is an adulteress cannot become a nun. 
So that actually leaves the door open if this is Arizona in 2023, an adulteress can become a Theravadan nun in that one Sri Lankan order out in the desert. Yeah, there's lots of cults in Arizona. Um, because it's not punishable by death in Arizona. So, all right. King means where a king governs, the king's permission should be obtained. I mean, in this case, it kind of was, but it wasn't obtained by Tulananda before admitting her as a nun. He, he said it was fine when the, the, the husband went to him and said, hey, hey, give me power over this woman. What kind of accent was that, Edward? In, for what reason should I be offended, Edward? Hmm? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Um, order means it is called an order of nuns. The permission of the order of nuns should be obtained. Okay, so if Tulananda went around to all the other nuns and was like, this woman's an adulteress, uh, and that's punishable by death here in 6th century BCE, what will later be called Bihar, India, um, do you all give permission for her to become a nun anyway? I take it by your silence, you agree. Uh, I guess she probably has to do that three times because they do that for some reason. But if she did get the permission of the Order of Nuns, she could admit her. All right. I am not as upset about this rule as I have been about previous rules. Okay, which is nice. I've become kind of numb to this, you know, uh, chauvinism in early Buddhism. Order means it is called an order of nuns. The permission of the order of nuns should be obtained. Wait, I already said that. Group means where a group governs, the group's permission should be obtained. Company means where a company governs, the company's permission should be obtained. So if this were like New York in the 1500s, then the Dutch West Indies uh, Tea Company would have to get permission if there was a Terrabond ter order back then. New Amsterdam, excuse me back then. Wait, 1500s? 1600s. Excuse me. Unless she is allowable means having set aside one who is allowable. Allowable means there are two who are allowable. Either she who has gone forth among members of other sects, or she who has gone forth among other nuns. Hmm. If she, oh, there's a footnote. These may be ordained without asking for permission. Okay. All right. That's like general enough. So if she was a member of like the, the, the naked ascetics or whatever, the Jainists, you know, um, and then she left that order and became someone's wife, then became an adulteress, then came and said, I am an adulteress and that's punishable by murder. But I was a Jainist nun once. Did the Jainists have nuns back then? Um, then she could, then Tulananda could uh, initiate her into the, order of Buddhist nuns without permission. Uh, that's how I'm reading it anyway. If she thinks, quote, I will receive one unless she is allowable. What? End quote. And looks about for a group or for a female teacher or for a bowl or for a robe or if she determines a boundary. 
for prescribed method of determining a boundary. See Vinaya Pitaka uh, 106. All right. There is an offensive wrongdoing. As a result of this motion, there is an offensive wrongdoing. As a result of two proclamations, there are grave offenses. At the end of the proclamations, there is an offense involving a formal meeting of the order. For the female preceptor, an offense of wrongdoing for the group and for the female teacher. Everybody gets punished for what Tulananda did. She also means she is so-called in reference to the former. Offense at once means three dots. Therefore, again, it is called an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. If she thinks that she is a thief when she is a thief, parentheses and, and parentheses receives her, unless she is allowable, there is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. If she is in doubt, three dots. Offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is not a thief when she is a thief, three dots, no offense. All right. All right. That's pretty, pretty relaxed. So if someone says, uh, I would like to become a nun, and Tulananda says, uh, are you wanted? It's, have you done some crime that's punishable by murder? And she's like, no, no, nothing like that. Or she like forgets to ask or just, you know, whatever. No harm, no foul. It's if she knows. She says, oh, by the way, you should know I'm an adulteress. My husband's looking for me right now. He wants to kill me, which legally he can do because things are terrible where we live. Um, can I become a nun? Tulananda has to get permission from the other nuns. But if they don't have that conversation, she doesn't need to get permission. So there's your loophole, ladies, of 6th century before common era Bihar. Always got to find those loopholes. Find and exploit the loopholes. That is the fifth noble truth. No, no, I'm just kidding. Please. Um, if she thinks that she is a thief when she is not a thief, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Right. Because if you think you're doing something wrong, even if it turns out you're not, it's a wrongdoing because you thought you were doing something wrong. Does that make sense? Right. Um, if she is in doubt as to whether she is not a thief, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is not a thief when she is not a thief, there is no offense. That's right. There is no offense if she receives her not knowing. If she receives one, ha what? If she receives one, she having obtained permission. Right. Uh, is it okay, ladies, if I initiate this thief? All right. If she receives one who is made allowable, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. All right. So basically, that rule is uh, if someone's a thief uh, and if they're wanted for some crime that can be punishable by murder, then you need to talk about it with your associates before you go ahead and let her in. And if you fail to talk about it with your associates before you let her in, and you knew that she was wanted for a crime punishable by murder or was a thief, then uh, you get kicked out, but in a way that you're still a nun. You just have to leave the community. That's your punishment. Got to keep discipline. Got to punish people, right? So you can uh, keep order. 
So, things that you may never have known about Buddhism from listening to the Alan Watts lectures. That's, that's what we're here for, ladies, gentlemen, and uh, non-binary folks. Um, all right, well, uh, thank you to, uh, once again, the Vajrayana goddesses and bodhisattvas for playing the role of Theravadan nuns for today. And uh, special thanks to you for going on this long journey with me. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will go ahead and close with the usual prayer. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh. Until next time.